from Blythe Mitral Studios, just off the I-90 trail in Beacon Hill, it's Spiritual Bitches of Seattle with Brittany Marie. Now here she is, the spiritual bitch herself, it's Brittany Marie. Look at all of you beautiful spiritual bitches. I love it. Your energy, your flow, your intuition, it's all going to come in today. We're all going to be beautiful because we are beautiful. We are everything that we want to be. You are the person of your dreams. You just have to choose to be it. I believe in you. I love you. I am so happy you're here joining us once again for another amazing episode. And the magic is going to occur. I can't wait to bring with you today's spiritual bitch, and you are just going to love what we bring in. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh, you guys are too much. Absolutely. Let's do it. Hello, hello, hello. Today we have the most beautiful artist. We have Esther Loopstra. It's so wonderful to have you here. Um, you talk about the flow state. You do so many different things all around Seattle. Once people start looking to see what your style is and see what you're doing, it is incredible that you are all over the place. Your work is all over and it is just an honor to have you here. Hello. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Thank I'm so you. Excited. Yes, 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 yes. I'm excited to have you here. This is actually, I'm going to go ahead and leave a disclaimer. So Esther was here before and we did this episode before. We've already done this episode, but technical error for some reason, the podcast did not, did not record. So she has gracefully and just, just so grateful to you come over here to do this episode with me again i am i'm just i'm beyond grateful thank you double the fun you know <laughs> it's gonna be way better than the first oh one, yeah apparently. absolutely it's gonna be that must be what this is yeah yeah thank you so much so i know do you want me to kind of introduce I would, what i do okay. i would love to i'd love you so, to, to spill that out yeah so it's kind of interesting because I've been a commercial artist and an illustrator for about 14 years or so. I've done a lot of illustration around Seattle too. And I'm also a fine artist and I'm tr transitioning. I'm, I've also been a teacher for about nine years and I'm transitioning to really help people find their flow in their lives. So I've done a lot of study around the creative process and around the flow process. And so I'm really wanting to help people create what they want in their lives through curiosity, intuition, and flow. So that's kind of, I'm teaching a lot of workshops. I speak and I'm doing a lot of YouTube videos <laughs> And things like that right now. And I think it's just kind of interesting because I'm working on my branding. And I think a lot of us think that we have to be, we have to figure, hurry up and figure out what we are and yeah. like put ourselves out there as the perfect whole thing. And um, I'm just, you know, I'm in the process of like moving towards that right now. And it is a, in the middle of, you know, in the middle of the creative process, there's this like messy time. <laughs> 
I, I like to compare life to the creative process. And in the creative process, when you sort of move, start moving in a direction, you get to this point where it's like this ugly adolescent phase where you're like in between you don't know which way it's gonna go and like mm-hmm. you don't know how, how, how it's gonna look in the end but you kind of just have to trust your intuition and trust that it's going to turn out beautifully so yeah yeah oh my gosh so true so true I feel like maybe that's why it didn't record because yeah. I needed to hear you say that uh, more specifically I think um as some of you you know some of you guys know or may not know, um, I will be going to Australia in April. So actually when this will be released, I will be in Australia for three weeks. And during this time while I'm recording, um, while we're recording, I am in the middle of making, um, a series of different clothes, basically like a whole, like mini line (laughs) for myself while I'm there. Because, um, as you guys know, I'm healing my SIBO and I'm de-bloating, but I still want to experience food. And I'm sure that like, you know, just in case I have like a flare up or something, I don't want to feel constricted with my clothes. Mm. Um, uh, you know, like, I mean, I've, I've dropped almost 10 pounds and just, I know, and just like the water weight, which is great. But anyways, the point is, is that, you know, I'm making these clothes and sometimes I forget that it's sewing is not one of my fast tasks. It's not a creative thing for me that I can do in a speed format. Like, I ha- it's really slow for me. It's very intuitive. It's like really, I'm really processing it, um, especially because like I repattern things or I do, or I just pattern straight from you know memory or whatever. Um, and then like cutting out the fabric and doing all the things, it's just not one of the. Th- it's just not something I go very fast at. And so hearing you say that about my creative process and I've been taking that in as like you know what that's okay yeah I can bust other things out in a very quick amount of time and I can rely on that because I've worked hard at that but sewing is something that I go to sometimes it is not something that I go to all of the time so it makes sense that it'd be slower and that I'd be in the adolescent space with it so I think I needed to hear you say that to like help me form compassion for myself yeah, so thank you absolutely and you know like I think we think a lot about that process in create creative ways but it's also like in every day and every moment of our life like um, I just got done recording a YouTube video where I was talking about how um, I used to do things just because I could do them and I would just like put things out like like get things done because I could do them um and kind of like force myself to do Mm. stuff like um you know force myself to finish this project or force myself to work with this client um and I think that even in everyday life we can start to listen to our intuition and give ourselves compassion and not force ourselves, but really go inside and listen to like okay what do I need instead of forcing things to happen when they're not ready or when it's not the season to mm-hmm. um really going in and listening to our intuition in like every minute every like yeah. part of our day and seeing what we need and what we can do with more ease and more grace and more fun and more 
playfulness, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, oh my gosh, I so feel that. I mean, the, one of the first events, I think they're the first event that we met at, you were speaking, oh no, we met previously once before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. met at a, uh, Matcha Monday with Gather Seattle and then the second time I went you were the speaker and I was very excited about that and then we yeah. had I think we had connected and, and we had podcasted shortly after that yeah, yeah. Um, for the, we tried the first time podcasting <laughs> <laughs> shortly after that but it was such a good talk because you were referencing you know um, a lot like the example that you went to is that you went to like just cooking for yourself and how that can feel like a burden that can feel like not the space where you want to be creative or can feel frustrating. And how do you, you know, how do you dive into that with your intuition, with knowing what services you? Um, and it was such a good talk about like intuition and flow and, and whatnot and, and seeing your content guys, absolutely follow her. Um, please, please follow her. What's your, what's your handle again? It's, it's es- different than what I on remember. Instagram. Yes. Esther Loopstra art. Right. Yeah. Right. I have a couple, but that's where I post all of my, and then you can look um, up Esther Loopstra on YouTube and see all the videos there too. But uh, yeah, I yeah. highly recommend you guys look at her stuff because she's just like, she's very real. She's a real person. She's put this together. She's doing her downloads and she's communicating to you what, you know, what she believes and definitely I see it, what can make a difference in the way that you work and process. Um, so I just think it's fabulous. I love that you're talking about this. I don't know anyone who else is talking about this in in the art space, right? Mm. Especially like me coming off of from the podcast, we're trying to be better where we read The Artist's Way, you know, and, and talking about how to be that artist and to be kind to your inner artist and fueling that. Um, I think it's I think it's such a great correlation because it's like there's the artist way. And for me in my world and what I have seen, there's you, you know, so it's nice having like another resource, being able to dive into Mm -hmm. that. And it feels, you know, maybe even more accessible, which is really fun. Yeah, I did a whole, so I did, I just finished a series on flow and like how to bring more flow into your life. And then now I'm doing a series of about intuition. So how to Mm. follow your intuition in life. And, um, it's funny with intuition because like, I really, um, all I've found with things that are out there are like really, really woo woo stuff about intuition or things that are, um, about like the arts and creative people, creative, Mm. the creative field and intuition. And I haven't really found anything about, um, how to bring intuition into your everyday life and, in a practical way. Yeah. So I'm going to, um, I'm doing these videos about that. Cause I really, I'm like a very practical down to earth person. <laughs> Capricorn. <laughs> and, um, and sort of analytical. So the, I like to bring some of the science and stuff into it too. And then I'm going to be doing workshops about the, about intuition in a practical way too. So you know, I, I, yeah, I think like a lot of times people think it's just like artists who follow their intuition or who can live in flow or, or, or flow is only accessible in like creative fields or something, but it's like, no, this is like everyday life. Like you can live in that space of listening to yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and there's so many crossovers between art, you know, what do they say? Art 
mimics life or life mimics life. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yes, yes. That's very much the message. Yeah. So. Yeah, I see it. I see it. I'm so glad that you're like transitioning from flow to intuition. It feels so um, related, yet they're mm-hmm. so different. Um, you know, you talk a lot about um, stepping away from the hustle and how the hustle is not in service of you when we think that the servant, like hustling is the way that we service ourselves. So it's, it's such an oxymoron, really. Yeah. Um, and I think I love that you're all like, I love that you're talking about these things because I feel like they're also really relevant and present in your actual work and your, and your artwork. Um, you know, something that I really, uh, feel strongly about. And I, we talked about this last time when we tried recording this, but, um, you know, your art really reflects to me conscious playfulness, right? It's, you know, I can really feel your journey and passion for mindfulness in your work. I feel the flow. I feel the intuition. Um, I feel you really channeling in and taking care of yourself and then, you know, consciously exploring. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. I, I want a piece in my home. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to have a conversation with Brian and figure out how, how we do that. Cause it's more just like, where do we put it? But, um, yeah. uh, I, I love your work. Thank I absolutely so just adore it. I think it's so fun. It's so colorful and like sometimes in a very monochromatic way. And yet you feel mm-hmm. all of the vibes, right? It's, it's so loud in a way that kind of like hugs you. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I think it's because it's like conscious playfulness yeah. and it just feels very alive in, in, in your work. So it's, it almost feels to me that you're, and I don't know if this is true, but for me, what I'm seeing is it just feels like you're breaking down what you put into your art and you're making it accessible for people to learn how to do that for themselves and necessarily to make the same art, but to dive into how you consciously played and how they can consciously play in their own life is such a correlation to me. Oh my God. I love <laughs> everything you just said. <laughs> because like I said, I'm working with somebody to work on my branding yeah. and like how to connect my art to what I do, what I teach, right? And that is perfectly said because you know it is it's so much a part of my process of how this is so creating my art is how I have learned this process basically um and through walking it through my life but in my career particularly um I kind of like forced myself to do the thing that make made money yeah okay yeah <laughs> you know and because I'm such a hustler like I just like would hustle and do it and like force myself and like it was fun you know I like it but I would be doing a lot of things that it weren't feeding me weren't serving me were draining me so um I came up against this and got burnt out over and over again mm. and then um I you know I found actually intuitive painting and that was a way to connect to my intuition. And so, um, I started this process of listening to my intuition and, you know, I mean, it's taken me a really long time. Like it's been probably eight years of like back and forth of, trying to let go and then forcing and then trying to let go and then forcing yeah. and allowing myself to actually play and to, and to make time for my art, for the things that I really love and listen to that intuitive calling, that thing that's like calling me. 
but logically it didn't make sense to my analytical brain to make space for it right I was mm-hmm. like nope this isn't this isn't gonna make me money that was like the story I told myself so I had all of these beliefs in my head about what I needed to do in my career right so slowly been letting those beliefs go and then embracing flow embracing listening to my intuition and my curiosity and following my passions in like, and it's kind of like, um, like an experiment, (laughs) like this whole, like listening to your intuition in life is like an experiment for me. Um, and beginning to trust it. Right. So it's like now in the morning I like will, um, ask my intuition, what should I do today? Really? Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, so, and that before would have never, I mean, I would have never, 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 never asked that. Like, I would just be like, oh, logically, I have to work on this, the thing that's going to make me money or like that, they, you know, my client work or whatever. Um, But it's so funny because the intuition knows. It knows. Like, I was just at... um. I went to the Suester who has, um, they, they're on the coast in, of, of Washington and they have artist residencies. So I went on this oh, artist right. residency. Oh, it looks so wonderful. Yeah. I was so excited for you. <laughs> but I was like, it's right on the wa- ocean and it was like so beautiful out. But my plan, logically, because I had a workshop, a really important workshop. Okay that I was planning for. So my plan was I'll paint in the morning and I'll take a little break, go to the beach and then I'll like plan and, and write and plan for my workshop. Right. Well, in the morning I was like, I would ask myself, what should I, you know, what should I do? To-? <laughs> and my intuition was like, just paint and daydream and walk on the beach and like enjoy, you know, being here. And I was like, no, fuck that. No, 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 no. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Every afternoon I would try to like force myself to sit down and, you know, force myself to write, but nothing happened. Like nothing came out. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I would take walks, I would go, okay, I'm going to take walk on the beach and like all these ideas would come, you know? And so the point is I could have number one, enjoyed myself a lot more. And then number two, I could have been more productive in my painting and also the next week it just all flowed out so you know it's like there's this timing for things that our logical brain doesn't really want to hear about Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we end up forcing and exhausting ourselves yeah 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 um that is fascinating to me you talking to your intuition and it's probably more so because I am finally in a space where I only know two of my spirit guides I know that there's a whole army um one of them uh, is, I, I like to talk about my spirit guides now that I know what's up. Um, <laughs> one of them is Captain. How did you find, sorry, how did you find out about them? So it's just, it's the power of having a coach ask you mm. really powerful questions, right? And so um, I discovered mine with Jenna Starkey, who's a fam- fam- fulfillment coach. <laughs> and I'll put her in the, the show notes in case any of you are interested. I've been like really 
I advertise anyone that I work with. I've been yeah. advertising Justine Jocelyn and Jenna Starkey a lot. But anyways, um, she just asked me some really powerful questions and she, um, you know, actually Jenna, if you're listening to this, you should like do like a whole series on spirit guides because it was really <laughs> good. But anyways, yeah. And so she just, asked, she like put me through this um, kind of uh, visualization and it led me to be able to, to meet him. And he's Aww. like, because my parents have been really neglectful and there's yeah. a lot of complications and, you know, the abuse that I've been through. And I love my parents and I would like to have a good relation. I have a good relationship with my mom. It could be better. I don't have a relationship with my dad right now. I would like that to change. But, you know, things, yeah, yeah, you know, out of my mm -hmm. control have to change. But anyways, and so like Captain came forward and he's like, I just want you to know that you're loved and anything that you need, like I want to be that person for you. So he came forward and was like, I want to be that guidance. I want to be that parent for you or someone you can mm -hmm. lean on. And he's just like, he's so amazing. Anytime that I need him, um, he's there. Because mm. I'll go to my garden. It's like this place. It's my special yeah. place. And I'll go to my garden. And anytime I want to call him, he's there. I don't always need to talk to him. But if I want to, he's right there. Yeah. And then my second spirit guide is actually, da -da -da -da, it's my future self. Whoa. I am my own spirit guide. Yes. 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 Well, which is really cool. Yeah, I think, you know, like there's, I don't know if you ever listened to Jess Lively, but she's like one of the people who really, I started listening to her podcast and she's really like influenced the way that I see life in general and like flowing with life. But like she, she started me doing this, like she, she um, writes to her intuition. And I think like a lot of us, you know, we have like this, I don't know if you want to call it like the higher self or like, yeah this guidance of like ourself you know that we have access to and we're able it's able to show us like what where to go and where what to do you know that we are whether it's whether that's like our subconscious or you know whatever it is but like we block it so much of the time but I feel like it yes. can guide us like in every moment of just like listening to our you know ourself is that how, is that how you tap in though? Do you just like, do you journal or do you just, you know, like kind of close your eyes and tune in? How do you, how do you talk to your <laughs> intuition? I wonder if it's similar to talking to your spirit guides. I don't know. Um, I, so I, I, so how I started was asking, like just writing. So I do, I use free writing a lot oh, in right. um, my workshops and just so everybody knows my workshops are like, they're not really like super woo like they're pretty like down to earth um and I talk a lot about like the subconscious and like how um we can tap into like our subconscious or um or the right side of our brain you know versus the analytical side so um when you do free writing have you ever done yeah it's kind of like the mor morning pages exactly yes. yeah so in the morning um you you just like kind of free write which is like a you know, you're, it's like stream of consciousness writing. And before I did that, I would ask myself a question like, um, what should I do today? <laughs> or what should I do about blah, blah, blah. And um, so Jess Lively talks about like she does these client sessions where she'll have people tap into that part of her themselves, like that deeper knowing intuitive part of themselves, mm. subconscious part. Um, and it'll let you know and it's taken me a while to kind of get to the point where I can free write um 
it's almost like channeling. <laughs> okay, yeah. In that, like, but I don't know if it's like, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know if it's just like myself or whatever, but it's, oh, I have a really weird, this is really, can I tell a really weird story? Oh my story? gosh, please, okay. please. Okay, so this is one of the things that's like, what? Like, what is up? <laughs> Higher self or intuition? Yeah. Okay, so yesterday, and I can't remember exactly what it is, but um, yesterday I was, I was doing this free writing and I was and so now I just kind of free write and let it kind of tell me stuff about like kind of wisdom stuff about like what should I do with my work or my life or whatever so it was kind of telling me it was like saying something and this is the weird thing because it's like I would never say this to myself but it was telling me stuff that I didn't understand so it was like it was talking to me about like resonance and like vibration not vibration, but like residence, like sound residence, like mm. how res and I couldn't even like fully comprehend like what I was saying, <laughs> but it was like the residence of things like draws other things to each other to itself. And I have to do more research about this because I love science and I'm very like science minded. So I like to make the connection between spiritual things and science based things. So it was saying like the resonance draws things to itself and that's how you sort of like create in you create what you want in your life um through this residence but I didn't know what the hell it was talking about I was like okay whatever hire yourself or whatever <laughs> like, I was just I like just wrote it down I was like whatever and then I was watching this documentary so prime I don't know if you know this but prime has all these like like b sci-fi and also um documentaries about like consciousness and science and oh, like it's know. like the place if you want to like explore um science and spirituality or um anything related to like consciousness things like that so I was watching this um documentary about this organization that started a group of scientists and um who are non non-materialists and they started talking about resonance wow about sound and how it draws things to I, I can't even tell you what it is right now but it was exactly like what my voice was telling what I was writing down it was exactly like the explanation of what it was trying to tell me the same day wow and I was like, holy shit. That's powerful. Yes. I mean, like, weird. Yes. So you start to get these synchronicities. And if anyone wants to read a really good book about synchronicities, I could probably give it to you. But I don't I don't know if I know it off the top of my head. Yes. But it's called, I think it's called, like, In the Flow. Well, we can. I'll put it in. I'll look yeah, it up and I'll put it in, it in the, the show notes. notes. It's this um, book about how synchronicities happen or a theory about it scientifically um but yeah stuff like that starts to happen where you know you start to listen to your intuition and um yeah and and, and you just get in this flow or you start getting these downloads you know of things because yes we're so we're so trained to listen to a formula of what we're supposed to do in life you know mm -hmm. you're supposed to go to school, get a good job, you know, get married, have a kid, blah, blah, blah. You know, all these things we're trained we're supposed to do and we drown out that voice inside of us. So when you're like 
beginning to trust yourself, you know, to, you need these like little confirmations that you're going in the right direction and, and your path is not going to look like anybody else's. No. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, that's what I really, really want to do is get people to, and I love formulas. <laughs> That's how my brain works. Like I put inform, I synchronize information together to create like, you know, a way that I can give it to people because I'm a teacher. I mm. to give it to people yeah. in a way that they can use. But then, can you use it as just like a way to begin to trust yourself mm-hmm. and tap into that intuition? Yeah. So I just really want to get people to be able to listen to themselves and their intuition yeah Yeah. I love that and it's you know as far as the formula thing I'm I'm so there with you I think formulas and science and math it's all it's all related like I'm big on Albert Einstein for various reasons but one of them is because he didn't start talking till he was four Mm. and I didn't start talking till I was four and a half Wow. Yes, I beat him by six months. Wow. Take that, Einstein. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, that may be not a good sign. I don't know. But actually, when I was younger, I was such an odd kid because, well, I didn't even know that I wasn't talking. I had no idea. Yeah. I, apparently, the, my mom was so worried. She had oh. made a speech. Uh, she made like a speech uh, uh, lesson with some specialist, a speech therapist. And um, then the day before, I just started talking. I just started talking in full sentences. Whoa. And I remember the day that I realized that I was not talking. It was, I'll do the short version. It, uh, I, we were at Costco. It was Thanksgiving. Uh, my brother was born at that point. He was a baby. And I was four. And um, I wanted to hang out with the guys because all the women were giving my brother attention and not me. And I was not used to that because I was the eldest granddaughter. So I'm used to all of the love, all of the affection, and it just was not, they were giving it all to my brother. So I was like not down with that. I was like, I do not want to hang out with the women. And so I went grocery shopping with the men, which was my brother, not my brother, was was my dad and my, my grandfather, my far, far. And they were talking about the stock market. And it was so cool. They were talking about the stock market. They let me sit in the cart, not in mm-hmm. the seat, in the cart, which I've always wanted to do. And it was crazy uncomfortable. And I realized that I never wanted to do it again. Um, <laughs> and I was, like, really trying to be in there with them. Though I was uncomfortable. And I was like, it's a stock market. Like, we're men. I was thinking these things. And I would try joining the conversation with them in the stock market. I was, like, looking up to them. And I just remember trying – to talk. I didn't know anything about the stock market, but I wanted to join them and no words were coming out. Mm. And I had never experienced that before because for instance, like, you know, if I went up to my mom in the kitchen and I wanted juice, like I came in for juice, she would have to get it for me. And I would just look up to her and she goes, do you want juice? And I said, and I would like shake my head. And so I, I always, cause I felt in my mind, I was saying, Hey mom, I want juice. But she never heard anything like that from me. Apparently, I did have, like, one word. I have, like, a really weird word for mom and dad. But that was it. That's the only thing I would say. And I was just so unaware. Um, And then this, I think I, maybe I just had, like, a feeling I started talking. But anyways, it just, like, got really weird after that because then I would try talking to kids. And this is the example that I use, but I'm, you know, this is an exaggeration. But, like, in elementary school, you know, kids would come up to me and they'd be like, hey, do you want to play kickball? And I would think, huh, kickball, that sounds fun. That's a round ball, round, cheese is round. And I would say, I love cheese. Even though I wanted to play and I wanted to say yes, I wouldn't say yes. I would say, I love cheese. Mm. 
And it, the kids would be like, that's really weird. But at some point they got used to me knowing what I was saying. So I don't know. And, and then in middle school, I started learning about math and algebra came in and it became like a savior. I just had like this click in my brain a couple months in and I was like, oh, I wonder if I can use this to communicate. And then I started using equations in my conversations and it would be really weird. Like I, you know, someone asked me, how are you? And I'd be like, okay, so how am I actually feeling? Why are they asking me? Um, what do I want to reveal? Do they even really care? You know, like what are they wanting to hear? I would think about all of the different scenarios of what was asked and how are you? It'd be a minute has passed and then they've moved on. They're like, what's with this girl? And then I would answer them and they're like trying to come back to the conversation. They're like, that took you a minute. Where were you? But I was in this other place. And eventually it took me to where I'd just be like a snap and I'd be able to calculate it. But that's how it got me to communicate the way that I am. I didn't always talk like this, guys. I was weird. I was a weird kid and I'm cool about that. But math, very long story to say, math was so big in my in my learning how to be creative into how to communicate and how to express myself, math was my savior. So I'm point is I'm totally down with you about the formulas. They're so essential. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, that's so interesting that you went through that whole process and you were such a, like you were so inward, like you had all of this stuff going on inside of you, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's just, I think, so many times with kids, like we expect them to be a certain way, you know, and yes. we want them to be a certain way because we've grown up like that. This is how the world works. This is what you should do. Like, this is how you should think. Right. Um, but like a lot of times kids are just like in their flow, you know, and it's like the timing yeah. isn't right or like. You know, the 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 way or the time that it's supposed to happen isn't isn't what we think or what we force them into. And I think like a lot of our anxiety about like doing the right thing or like working really hard or um, forcing ourselves to do things that we don't want to do. But we feel like we should do a lot of that stuff comes from like parents or peers sort of like telling us like you should do this or you have to do the things you want to don't want to do you know those those lessons that yes. they teach us like yes that just trains us in this worldview that I think is not is not the truth is not the truth like we're motivated by um these feelings of like wanting to belong or wanting to do the right thing or wanting to work hard or whatever. Um, but yeah, just the fact that you like found your own flow in your own way is just like a beautiful example, you know? Thank you. Yeah. 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 Um, sometimes I think like I should write a book, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but that'll, that probably won't happen for years. I, I don't have time. And also I'm still figuring it out. Yeah, we all are. Um, no, yeah, and actually, like, it's it's funny. 
seeing the correlations that are in your life and in my life, mm-hmm. um, you know, because we've, we've bonded over having like nutritional, like gut flora issues and um, having both been in the Cornish space. I am an alumni of Cornish. You teach at Cornish and seeing like how the educational system could be different and just like religious stuff oh yeah we're both we're both we're born in christian cradles we both have issues with like family stuff and just dads yes yeah daddy issues (laughs) yeah dads um yeah i think yeah it's just it's and then like with this flow state and the intuition Mm -hmm. and you know honestly last time i felt kind of separate from the flow state but now that you have brought it in with intuition and I'm starting to really see and connect with you further. And, um, I don't know, it's just, it's really fun for me watching us be in like our own circles of movement and how they're so bonded and connected and we had no idea. Yeah. It's really fun. So different. Your energy feels so different. Like you last time you had a bit more anxiety like you were going through a lot and then yeah. now you really feel like in your flow like you really it's the SIBO really... it's healing the SIBO I'm telling yeah. you it has absolutely changed everything That's amazing I so I'm on this diet now and um for the most part I do dive into it still a little bit because we're going to Australia and I don't want my body to go into shock mm-hmm. being away from these foods yeah. for so long but for the most part, I have no carbs. That includes like vegetables that have carbs, um, any beans or anything. So no carbs at all, no sugars at all. That includes fruit. Um, I have no alcohol and no dairy. And what I'm doing is, is I'm trying to naturally get rid of all the bacteria from my yeah. small intestine. And I'm also taking like these Amy Myers products that are just amazing and I highly recommend them they're expensive but they make a difference in my life and yeah my body now being able to function properly mm-hmm. and like we're on the healing track and doing all these things my body is like thank you I've been asking <laughs> you this for a while and I didn't know how to ask you but now we're doing it and thank you thank you thank you yeah so the the interesting thing is is that I really believe that our intuition can like tell us how to heal ourselves like I've had so many and still do have like physical issues. I had the whole SIBO thing. And yeah. We talked about that. But like um, the next, so the next step, right, is like listening to what your intuition is telling you so that eventually you can have all those things. Like mm-hmm. I really believe um, that our body can tell us what or can lead our intuition can lead us to what is right for us so I'm like a super react I guess reactive like I've always been like oh I can you know I because I research so much I'm like oh that's the answer to this oh this is the answer like I'll google it find the answer I'll make spreadsheets like I'll do all these things for all my I mean I literally (laughs) made spreadsheets um to figure out the because pro- I have issues, right? I have yeah. all these like physical issues. Yeah, and lot I'm trying to figure out out with my logical brain. And there's so many supplements you could take, so many like diets you could do that. I guess like you get into this like shame spiral where you're like trying all these things just out of your logical mind, and then you it's not working. So you're like, what what the fuck? Like I'm in this shame spiral, right? What can mm-hmm. I do? What can I do? Um, when all you really is like, you know, like what happened with you is like you found something. So being like letting all those, letting the, 
the logical things go out of your mind and then opening up to like, okay, what is, like, I like to ask my intuition a question, like, what is the best thing right now? What is the next step for me to take to heal my, let's say migraines? (laughs) I've had migraines for uh, like 25 years. So still working on it, but like, what is the next thing I can do? Right. So, and then opening up to ideas just like flowing to you so for instance I have um this weird like genetic cholesterol thing that's like very very dangerous um my mom died from it my brother has it they both ended up in the hospital so for years I've been trying to logically figure this out making spreadsheets And going to the doctor, being obsessive. I'm sure my doctors were like, oh, my God, chill the fuck out, you know? like. (laughs) But you're, like, taking ownership. Yes, okay. You know, you're taking ownership of what could potentially happen. Right, right. That is one part of it, right? So in the U.S., we love to, like, make it happen. We love to, like, take ownership. We love to, like, figure things out and get it done, right? Like, I love it. I love getting stuff done. So, you know, I'm proactive. I love, I can do it, right? I can do the thing. I can figure it out. Um, Only I wasn't figuring it out. (laughs) Like, I tried every diet. I tried keto, tried all, and and they were just, like, not working, making it worse. Um, So finally this year I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm eating whatever the fuck I want, like, not, not whatever I sure, want. No, I'm I know what you mean. Trying to listen to my intuition more and come into balance. So for I people s- like us, just to clarify, eating whatever you want <laughs> means like if you want to have chickpeas, yes, you can have chickpeas exactly. and not worry about having chickpeas. It doesn't exactly. mean like I'm gonna go have all the French fries in the right. entire world, you know. But I did start eating French fries, which is something I would not let myself do before. So, like occasionally, French fries are joyful. Oh my so. god, yeah, I love yeah. it. So I would, but the thing is, is I wasn't worrying about it. So like, for instance, I would eat French fries and I'd be like, oh, I'm so bad. I've been so bad today. Like I would say that over and over again. Yeah. So I stopped doing that. I let my ha- myself have these like simple pleasures. And then I just asked my intuition, please just let me know how, what is, what can I do? Like, and I just opened myself up. Like, what can I do to like, heal my body to make my you know blood normal (laughs) yeah um and I started feeling so I get these like you know kind of feelings like oh these ideas like you know I'm I'm gonna not eat in the morning okay I'm gonna fast in the morning because normally I like get up and I eat you know, I get, I have this idea in my mind, like I have to eat in the morning or else I'm going to be sick or whatever. Um, and so I started fasting and I would eat, and then I would eat something around 10, 30 or 11 and I would, you know, eat from like, so I would only eat between a certain amount of time, right? From like 11 till six. And it felt actually really good for my body. Mm. Like I was feeling really good. And then I felt like, you know what? I bet I can eat some of those things that I can't normally eat. And um, some of my pains went away. And I just went to the doctor and she's like, what are you doing? Because your numbers are like so much better. There was only one time on my spreadsheet that (laughs) 
that I had better numbers for my blood test. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not eating in the morning. And she's like, well, two years ago, I told you to start listening to your intuition and doing whatever your intuition tells you to do. And then I was like, but I wasn't in a place to listen back then. I was just yeah. trying to figure it all out with my logical mind. So all that to say, like, I really believe the next step, right, mm-hmm. is like having those things that you like are keeping out of your body and like figuring and letting your body tell you like what you can and can't have. It's really hard to start listening like in that way. Like it's yeah. very or sometimes you do like some kind of supplement will come into your life, like what happened to you. Like, we'll just come into your life and you'll get this urge to be like, yeah, that feels right. I'm going to try that. Yeah. You know? So now, before just, like, jumping on a product, I'll, like, sit with it for a while Mm -hmm. and I'll be like, okay, intuition, tell me if this is, is this right? And I'll get this sort of feeling in my gut, you know? Yeah. Well, no, that's kind of what happened to me. Actually, it was after, um, after your presentation, your talk at Matcha Monday, that was when I had the download. I was like, why? Because I saw, I saw the, I saw the photo of myself that, um, uh, Chloe had shared. Chloe, who, who organizes the event, um, that's her group. And I saw the picture and you could see me writing down and it was just like (laughs) very unflattering. And I just thought I looked huge. And I was like, and I was also in a space of feeling really self-conscious. Like that morning I had trimmed my bangs too short. I, which how I trim my bangs is I use a comb and then I just Mm -hmm. cut underneath the comb and my, I just, I just raised it too high. And you know, like you said, I like last time that we had recorded, I was, I was much more like anxious and just, I don't know if it was anxious, but I was definitely more, in a space of harboring, I was harboring a lot yeah. of things and I was still releasing and still cocooning. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, so I was, I was feeling very self-conscious, um, because I also didn't know what was going on with my body. I felt very lost, you know, I was like, I'm willing to do anything. I just yeah. want to do it, you know? Yeah, I, right. And it was, it wasn't more so like the way that I looked, right. It was more so the fact that I didn't have control and that I was so worried about my body because mm-hmm. I knew that this is not healthy, this is not normal, and it doesn't feel good, right? Yeah. It doesn't bring me joy. Yeah. So that was turning into being self-conscious because mm-hmm. I have all these emotions and it has to go somewhere. Anyways, and so after your talk, I just like saw that photo and I think I was like had like intuition and flow in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. And um, I just got this little message. I didn't even ask for it. It just, my body finally told me look into SIBO and look into water retention because I had looked into so much water retention, water weight, however you can like find it. There's not a lot of information on it. And when they Mm -hmm. say information on it, it's usually like three, three pounds of water weight. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not what I'm talking about. I have put on over 15 pounds of water weight. Like this is not normal. And some people sometimes will ask me like, are you sure it's water weight? And I'm like, bitch, don't you come at me. It is a water weight. I know because I've lost it all very dramatically. That's how I found yeah. out that I was sick in the first place because I lost it incredibly fast. Mm-hmm. I thought I was just like this chubby person. So anyways, yeah. So I looked up SIBO and water retention and I still didn't find the water retention details that I was thinking to ex- that would explain what I'm going through. But I understood SIBO far better than I could have understood IBS. And uh, we don't need to go deeply into that. But the point is, 
I listened to my body. I listened to that message. And when it was ready, when it knew that I was going to finally listen Mm -hmm. to it, my body was like, let's do this. And then when I found Amy Myers, she was one of the first practitioners that I found that was actually doing research on SIBO because SIBO, unfortunately, is still very under-researched. It still seems like very um, like, is SIBO real? And I'm like, yeah, no, it's real. And it's even more specific than IBS. And um, anyways, just if you're having dietary issues and you have IBS, actually – look into SIBO because I'm not saying it the is The same SIBO, thing happened to me. The exact same thing. But it's, just look into it. I was on all these diets and I was like, not. it was not helping. All the diets weren't helping. And finally I found the SIBO thing and I was like, oh. <sighs> Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, and then with the Amy Myers products, as far as like what you were saying with the products, you know, I they, they are a high, for me, they're a high ticket. You know, yeah, like yeah. I'm used to paying maybe $50 for the whole mm-hmm. month for supplements. And mm-hmm. this is... 200 plus dollars plus the normal supplements I'm taking so 200 dollars just feels it just I wasn't used to that so it felt like a big chunk of change and um I sat about it I thought about it for 48 hours and I was like I have to try this out these are actual products tailored I don't know if they're going to work but it's possible they could work and I just feel like I'm willing to do whatever it takes I'm going to do it and I bought it. They came in like three days later. I implemented them two days later because I had to like do the whole new diet. And I am not looking back. I just made a whole new order. I'm now part of the <laughs> rewards program because I am going to heal my body and I'm doing it. And it's making the absolute all the changes in my life. But again, so, I couldn't get to that yeah. if I didn't follow my intuition. So I have a question for you. So yes. what does it feel like when you hear that sort of like ping as Lacey Phillips calls it, <laughs> ping from your intuition. Like, what does it feel like versus, oh, I have to fix this right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what is the feel, what is the feeling? Or I guess I should say sensation because intuition literally is like not literally a feeling, but it works with our feelings in our body. But what are the sensations in your body that you know it's like, or you think it's your intuition? Um, yeah. So for me, the way that intuition comes forward is um, it, you know, download. It's do- they're always downloads, and I think the reason why we use downloads and spirituality so frequently is because it literally feels like a chip has just been entered into our body, <laughs> and we just like we just like ding, got it, and we're like reading all the information. So we say it, and we're like, wow, okay, and we're like now processing this new thing, and so that's what that felt like when I had heard looking to see about with your water retention. It felt like a chip had been inserted into me. Um, and I was like, okay, so I'm going to go before when I was thinking of it, it felt very much a place of, um, I was very much in, I was in scarcity. I was in the scarcity mindset. Um, I was, you know, almost like a beggar on the streets asking for anything that I could. Mm -hmm. I didn't, you know, I still had these beliefs from when I was younger of being unworthy and that healing myself will make me worthy. Mm -hmm. And they were feelings I did not even realize I was still thinking about because my work, I'm, I, I'm a life coach. Like I talk about worthiness, right? But again, we're not perfect. We're all growing. We're we're in the process. Yeah, absolutely. And I can tell you like how that works with the brain, like how, like you said, it's a download. Um, if you want to, yes, I talked about, so I talk about this in like one of my, um, videos, my last video about intuition, but, 
Um, so we have these different brain wave states. So normally during the day we're in beta, which is kind of like what we were talking about of like that scarcity mode. You're, um, you're in this like kind of survival mode and you're um, thinking very logically, linearly, right? Like if, if I buy this, okay, should I, should I do this? Should I do that? And we're sort of like reacting. We're in this like reactive mode. So if you know that like, there's it's very hard to like make a decision when you're in that mode of like reacting right like it's hard to think clearly and then um when we when we can like meditate or get into a space of like clear thinking we can get into like theta or alpha waves which our brain actually becomes coherent and starts talking to each other very clearly um and instead of like kind of this jumble of information it becomes very clear and um and and our it's actually a faster processing and we're able to access our subconscious information so 95 percent of the information that we receive on a daily basis is 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 not processed through our conscious linear thinking so once mm. we get into that alpha theta alpha state we're able to access all that information everything you've observed, everything you you know from your history of yourself, then like those aha downloads, what happens is like we have this gamma, the spike of like gamma. And those are like those, like some people describe it as like, uh, yeah, like a download or like, um, like a mystical experience or like just like a intuitive hit, you know, like those aha moments. So you can get those spikes of like, oh, that's literally your brain like connecting all this information Mm. it's crazy so like yeah so it's very much like a yeah it can be like very much like a a download or some people just experience as like a feeling or like a you know sensation in their body or like a knowing right like you just like mind kind of feel like no like I oh I just know this right like I've gotten downloads before which is crazy like what what we talked about earlier with, with the writing stuff um but yeah, that's because like, you know, like in the morning I take the time to free write and that, that free writing, it puts you into that subconscious state where you're in that th- theta, um, you're in that theta alpha state, right? So your mind is coherent. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So wow. getting into that state for my process, what that I teach is like that, that's like the number one like step, right? Okay. Is getting into that state where you're open. You're open. You're basically open. You're not hanging on to like all these ideas to, you know, to from this place of neediness or uh, low self-worth, right? You're yes. sort of like open to like what's going to happen and ideas coming to you. Yeah. I love it. I'm so glad that you went into that. I feel like once we understand specifically like what those, because we may know like, oh, we need to tap into it. Yeah. But if we know how it works and how to encourage yes. tapping into it in yeah. a more specific way that we can actually implement something, um, I think that makes all the difference. Yeah. That's why I love talking about flow because flow has triggers and it's been studied so much. So like the fact that we can get into flow in every day of our life, there are triggers that get us there, you know? So if we know the triggers, like one of the triggers is, um, is being present, like being very present and aware and not, not like, uh, grasping too much on the, on, uh, for the goal like we have to have a goal but not like being super focused on it right so when we're in the present moment 
Like that's a trigger to get us into flow. Um, and another one is um, having uh, responsive um, – what do you call Now I'm blanking on the word. <laughs> um having like a responsive environment, right? So like if, if uh, like surgeons, they, um, they have a very high flow rate because they have a responsive environment where they're getting fe- feedback. That's the word I'm, okay. they're getting feedback from the body to tell them if it, to course correct them. Like, am I doing this right? Am I doing this right? Or like a mountain climber, like they're getting feedback from the environment. Like, oh, if I hang on to that, I'm going to fall, <laughs> right? They're getting constant feedback. So our feedback during um in life is our intuition okay yeah so feedback we can get feedback from other people but really like if you're gonna get in flow like in everyday life your intuition is like that feedback like telling you nope 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 move this way do this go here go there and that feedback is like keeping us in that flow Okay. Yeah. Super cool, right? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So the more we can tap into intuition, it's like this constant feedback of like, yep, you're on the right path. You're on the right path. But it's just like trusting, trusting it. That's hard, you know? It is hard. And I think also, you know, it's, it's difficult to, to know how to trust it. Yeah. Right. Especially when we have the patriarchy, we have the societal um, obligations that are pressed upon us. We have family members and friends that are in very, you know, good. They're coming from very much a good place, but they impose their limiting beliefs onto you and it's invalidating. They don't think that they're invalidating you, but then, you know, and so there's just like the spiral. It's Mm -hmm. like you get when you're when you're starting to really dive into your spirituality. Right. Which is, again, part of the reason why I wanted to create this podcast because there's so many ways to dive into your spirituality and I didn't want to just be like so this is how to do a b and c I think it's when we meet women in our community and are able to like know who we can talk to right but that's going on in tangent and so you know when when you start diving in and really taking ownership or even just as you continue through take ownership in different ways and really like evolve you know you kind of like take your toes out and you get open and you want to share yeah but then that sharing because maybe not everyone is on your wavelength right or maybe you have evolved past them you're still with them you're still your their loved one whatever but spiritually you have evolved past them and so you try to share it with them but then they say oh what are you talking about I think maybe that was just a dream you had (laughs) you know and so then Mm -hmm. you start to doubt yourself you Mm -hmm. start to distrust yourself when what you did is actually learn how to connect with yourself and then you get locked in that hole and it takes it takes longer to get there and that's okay that's fine I say save this podcast episode listen to it again listen to how you can dive into flow you know watch watch Esther's episodes right on her on her IG and her YouTube come to my Um, intuition workshops yes come to (laughs) come to our intuition workshops it's not something that you're going to master just from right from the get-go and that's okay well I think yeah, and I think especially as women or people who I noticed with my students, people who grew up um, female gendered, they compared to the male students, yeah. there is a huge, huge difference. I literally had one of my students tell me, no one's ever told me that I could do what I want to do, like follow, Ugh. pick pick the one, you know, we're talking about sketches, but nobody's ever told me that I could pick the one that I wanted 
because she was showing me her sketches and she said, actually, I'm so sorry. I think they go by they. Oh, okay. But, um, but I know that they grew up, uh, um, grew up. It's still relevant. Yeah. Anyone who grew up female and was raised that way. Um, but they said, you know, um, this is the one that I really love. And they got really excited. I can always tell by their face. And then they said, um, this is the one that everybody, I know that everybody wants me to do. And they, they just got really sad, you know? And, um, so having somebody give you permission to follow you, the thing that makes, that lights you up, you know, having I think for me, I have had to have people give me permission <laughs> to, and then, you know, just us being together and sharing these things. It's like we're giving each other permission to follow that voice and to trust it little by little, mm-hmm. you know, but like, I mean, how sad is that? Like no one's ever let me, you know, let, given me, no one's ever given me permission to like trust myself, you know? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I think, yeah, it just takes time and encouragement. Absolutely. We're here to encourage you. Um, and Esther is definitely here to encourage you. So um, I do I, – I would love to talk about – so, like, there's so many things on my list of what to talk about. But what we've come up today, we just listen to our own voices and we just let it come through. Yeah, and that's been I really fun. Um, I do, before I forget, I just, I really want people to know about these events that you're having at Curaco. Um, it's a series, right? Yeah. It's a series about how to trust your intuition in a practical way. Um, and in everyday life. So I'm going to be talking a little bit about the science like I talked about today. And then, um, half of it's going to be me talking about this and us doing like worksheets or working on stuff like uh, exercises together in groups or in pairs or question and answer kind of things. And then half of it's going to be like an art exercise. How can we use art? Because art is like a great way to tap into your intuition and start listening to yourself. So it's going to be like half and half, um, two hours, and then it's going to be in April and May and June. So starting April 22nd. And okay. yeah. And I have a coupon code. If, do you want me to yes, share that please now? Please share the coupon okay. code. Also put it in the show notes. But what is it? <laughs> okay. So you can buy each of this, the uh, workshops separately. They're, uh, I think, 35 each. Or you can buy them as a package together. So if you buy the package of all three, then I'm going to give you 20% off. And you can use the code SBOS20. So that's, you know, for spiritual bitches of <laughs> Seattle and then 20. So SBOS20. That was very generous. Thank you so much for yeah. explaining that to well, I think it's gonna the be, listeners. Yeah, I think it's going to be really wonderful. If you haven't been to Curaco, it's just a really lovely boutique and such a wonderful vibe, like such a great, comfortable, warm atmosphere. It's, it's going to be fabulous. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I actually, I'll be back from Australia at that point. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking I might need to, I'll have to look and see, but, um, it looks amazing. It looks so good. 
and just well anything that you do right like you just like you shine and I love seeing your stuff even it's so fun like even when you're very consistent right because you I think almost mornings you share the coffee your coffee espresso and it's just like oh it's the start to our day that's what it feels like now for me it's like oh a little bit of sunshine from Esther she's making her coffee doing the things it's so funny because you know I really had so much anxiety about share um about social media and like sharing and like marketing myself has so much anxiety but like I really have been just like trusting my intuition and sharing what naturally comes out of me so I'm like oh I love doing I actually like doing videos so like I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna do you know so you know that's it's that's part of the part of it it's just like you don't have to do it like somebody some some motherfucker tells you to do you know (laughs) like seriously stop it stop it yeah yeah (laughs) just listen to what lights you up you know and that's what I try to share with people is just like the things that make me happy and the things that I really want to share you know Mm -hmm. yeah and then you don't have to think about like is this on brand I know that you're like going through that process but as far as like sharing Mm -hmm. what's a part of you yeah I mean that was it just naturally happens yes exactly it just naturally happens Mm -hmm. because you're following the joy Mm -hmm. you're following what because you that makes you happy yes. making the espresso makes you happy and so you're literally <laughs> so happy <laughs> following the joy and I can't tell you how many people have like commented on that they're like oh it's so relaxing watching this <laughs> espresso yeah yeah that's what I love about Instagram though it's like those stories I love sharing it's just like a little moment you know and you oh just, my gosh I N- love it now that I'm in the I the story game I watch way less TV yeah right <laughs> it's like it's like all the reality TV that yeah, I want but yeah. it's like specially made it feels yeah. like for me which it's it's not necessarily made for me but it feels like it's made for me because these are these are my friends these are mm-hmm. my community members these are people that I adore yeah and it's all it's mostly all women too because mm-hmm. now that we're I'm in the spiritual bitches game right yeah. where we're following the feminine divine um yeah, it just that feels really fun to be in that transition. When mm. I was younger, I always wanted to be that person that always had male like a group of male friends and was like mm. not like the tom girl but was always with the guys yeah. you know she had like guy friends and I thought that would be cool and I thought finally people would like me or Aww. like it'd be yeah. easier to be an outcast yeah. you know and it did happen for like a little while but it didn't stay for very long and because it wasn't authentic to me and I always was kind of like down on groups of girls and I think because I didn't, there weren't a lot of girlfriends yeah. in my life that could really understand and appreciate me. And now that I'm older and I'm like this badass bitch doing all these things, it's just like, I don't really care if you like me or not. Uh, if I like you, I hope that you like me, yeah. but like, you know, oh, man, in the past like year, I've just, I mean, I have gotten so many amazing, I've met so many amazing women, yeah. especially through gather and other, these other groups. Like, I am overwhelmed. I've I've had, you know, actually like had to heal a lot of this. I've had a really big healing recently with um, the whole women thing because I had this weird thing. Like whenever I would get in groups of women, I would have this like weird um, reaction or like I was triggered like really weirdly. So I've been doing a lot of work and I had a really big discovery with that. But like now, (laughs) since I healed that, or integrated it, I should say. Oh my God, I'm in this like community and like there's all this support and it's all these amazing women doing mm. all these cool things. I just yes. feel like, how did this happen? 
like I'm so it's like what I've always wanted yeah I would always like make mood boards with like women like hanging out and like you know drinking wine and like having well we don't drink wine but (laughs) like you know but it's like oh my god it's happening (laughs) they're all doing cool things so yeah yeah I feel you awesome it's so great it's so great so yeah thank you universe thank you me yeah <laughs> yeah you did too that's, that, that's something it's, i do now is yeah. that i i'll just stop and i'll just say mm-hmm. thank you universe thank you me and if i'm that's ready so to manifest good. something if i'm ready to like ask for something i just like stop and i do it. i did it on the podcast episode the other day i just did it on a podcast wow. episode i was just like i just stopped and i just did it and i was like okay so back to the episode <laughs> <laughs> but like that's what I mean because I've, I've healed my SIBO yeah. right like mm-hmm. I, I have I will not healed my SIBO but I'm on the path of healing yeah. my SIBO yes, and it feels amazing like, yeah. when you do it yeah when you, yeah it's like when you follow and it's like not even it's not like an ego thing it's like oh my god I listened to my intuition like I followed it I'm doing the thing like now I can do all these things you know I'm on the path like I'm doing all these things I want to do right and Mm -hmm. it feels yeah I love that I love that thanking I need to do that yeah I just thanking myself yeah I love if you you can't see her but (laughs) she's doing like this hand like it's like single ladies like all the single ladies move like this hand move like it, I'm you. twisting a light bulb. I'm twisting the light bulb. I'm. I go. I twist thank the light you. bulb and I go. Thank you, universe. And I. And then I twist it back and I go. Thank you, me. I love it. I didn't realize I was doing that till right now, but I just did a tutorial and maybe I should put that on Instagram so you guys can do it with me. <laughs> if you ask me to, I'll do it. Yeah, but it's yeah. I I love the hand gestures. Uh, me too. Whenever I watch myself uh, speaking, I'm always like. <laughs> All these hand gestures. Oh my gosh, Bernie Sanders. He had like in the very beginning, he had this video where he was cle- like someone clearly had told him to put his his elbows up, and he was walking, so it made it even more awkward. And he's like walking down, he's asking for donations, right? And he has his elbows up, and it just looks really <laughs> awkward because he's trying to express he what he's doing. No, oh. this was this this was oh, like this this was like what? well what was that like September or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah it was when he started campaigning mm-hmm. and uh and I see other people do that too but I will say that sometimes I don't try to put my elbows up but sometimes I will bring my hands up uh and I try to do it in a natural way and when I make a video because part of what I express so clearly is through my hands yeah. and my hand gestures and they're so yeah. natural to me and me to too. see my body if I see other people not using their hands in the videos it doesn't bother me but when I see myself not do it, it's not because mm-hmm. like, oh, it doesn't look right or I didn't do it right or whatever. It just feels like that doesn't seem aligned to me. There's something yeah. that I'm missing in communicating this message in my hands. See, I just I just did another yeah. hand gesture. Uh, yeah. it might, you know, it, it just feels so natural to me and in, in how I express it. And it doesn't feel right to not express all of how I express. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Let's just see how it all works. Um. Wow, 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 wow. We got into so many things that I did not imagine us getting into, and it has been such a gift. You this think has been. Do you think it's better than the last one? You know, I <laughs> honestly, last one was so amazing. I'm so sad that it's gone, but I am also very grateful that we had this opportunity yeah. to dive in this episode the way that we have. And um, I think 
I think actually us doing that first episode, even though we're not able to release it, I think that has led us to be able to have the level of conversation that we're having now. Yeah, totally. And to be like trusting and, and to be in this moment, which doesn't always happen with all of the spiritual bitches that come my way. Um, so I think I think there's definitely an advantage to it. And I think, you know, it's it's a gift to dive into this conversation with you in the way that we have. And yes, please applaud her. Please applaud her. She is a real queen, a real spiritual queen. Um, yeah, and so I just, I feel, I just feel grateful to you. I feel grateful oh, to you. Thank you. I am grateful to you. I'm oh so happy gosh. to know you. I'm so happy to know you. <laughs> I, I won't announce them on the podcast, but I've heard that you're going to be collaborating with someone that I know and yes. a few other people. And I'm just like, <gasps> I am just, I never thought that you two be working together. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Now, I'm, I'm, <laughs> now I'm wondering who you're talking about. <laughs> well, I don't want to spoil it in case because no, you guys yeah. haven't, you guys haven't okay. made like there's the a, plans just yet. But There's a couple of them. Yeah, there's a yeah. couple of them. But anyways, you're working with some really cool people. And yeah, this yeah. all just happened. It's amazing. You guys follow her, really, and go to this event. I think it looks amazing. You may end up seeing me there. The only reason why I wouldn't go to the one on April 22nd is because I literally just got back from Australia. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think – and what a great discount code. Remember, that's SBOS20. I will link her website and her Instagram. I'm talking when – I, when I talk to you guys, I, like, talk to the Zoom box. I don't know why I do that, but I talk to the Zoom box because I feel like you guys are all in the Zoom box. Um, but I will put that in the notes. She's on. She has her own YouTube channel. She has an Instagram. She's on Facebook. There's so many ways that you can connect with her, and that'll all be in the show notes. And it, please, please do because you're gonna thank yourself for doing it, and you're gonna thank me and Esther and the universe. <laughs> the universe. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And until next time, guys. Talk to you then.